Welcome to Your Next Level Now with your host, Bob Donnell. As a human behaviorist, Bob has helped people from every walk of life reach their next level, both personally and professionally. Whether a celebrity, professional athlete, or entrepreneur, Bob has helped them align their behavior with their desired result in their life and career. This is Your Next Level Now with Bob Donnell. All right, well, welcome to Everything Next Level. And um, today is an amazing day because we have a guest that, well, the reason we're sitting together with Mark Richter Hansen and Crystal Hansen is because I asked. And their new book coming out called Ask is going to be a revolutionary book on the way people learn to get ahead, to stay ahead, and to become sustainable in every area of their life by asking. So, um, Mark, I'm going to start with you because if you guys don't know Mark Victor Hansen, he's sold over 500 million books, Chicken Soup for the Soul, so many different books. Um, but on top of all of that, I mean, the accolades of selling books is great. The accolades of being a best-selling author and speaker, even greater. But to become a great human being and to have the influence by his greatness of who he is, not just what he does, um, well, that sets him apart from others. So let's just go ahead and get started. Mark, I'm going to start with you. Your success with Chicken Soup for the Soul, um, that whole series is um, nothing short of legendary. Uh, how does this book that you and Crystal are writing compare to the importance of the messages in Ch Chicken Soup for the Soul book series? So when J Dr. Jack Canfield and I wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul, it was an exciting phenomena for us. We didn't know it was going to be as big as it was. And what we discovered was the soul of America was in high hurt and it needed healing. You know, chicken soup is what grandma or mom gave you when you're sick to get well. And we thought, wow, what a great title. What we didn't realize and why we sold so many books worldwide is that literally the soul of the whole planet was in deep hurt and deep pain. And what Crystal and I have discovered now is that this, we're at the same kind of place except different. People feel lost, they feel lonely, they feel hopeless, and they say, look, I don't have a destiny. So we said, well, wait a second, and you're going to hear about it now. We said, look, we could write a book called Ask, with an exclamation mark, the bridge from your dreams to your destiny. And we believe it's a destiny moment. Mm -hmm. We believe we've come into a destiny year and a destiny decade. And what we're going to do is help people understand their powerful inner potential that otherwise may be stuck from going forward. And we're going to help the reader of our books tap into their destiny, utilizing tools they've already got inside, but just need to be reactivated. That's pretty powerful in itself. That's a tall order, right, Crystal? I mean, that's a tall order to, <laughs> I know, to be able to call. I know, it sounds like it, right? What's your take on that? Well, it, like Mark said, I mean, we wrote the book Ask because we meet a lot of amazing, wonderful people mm. in our work and travels, and it seemed like so many people we've met are smart, qualified, educated, have great personalities, they're super likable, but, but we kept seeing like so many of them falling short of achieving their dreams and fulfilling, being fulfilled in their lives, and it didn't make sense. And so we started having a deeper discussion about it and, and saying, what is it that's stopping so many people from achieving the happiness and success they desire, mm. from manifesting mm. the things they, they were destined for, really? And so it finally came to us. These super talented, smart, often brilliant people yeah had just failed to ask for what they wanted. They were scared to ask. They didn't know how to ask. And so 
we were discussing one particularly very smart, talented, amazing, brilliant person who had fallen so short of their potential one day. And we said, that's it. It's not asking. We started counting the scores of people who were literally hiding their dreams and their talents and their desires behind the fear of asking or just behind this lack of knowing, sort of this uncertainty about asking and and sort of an unworthiness. Mm. And so we thought, this is wrong, you know. People need to be living their best, and we knew we could make a difference. We said, we have to write this book because we can make a difference. We can help these people see this pathway. Mm. Wow. You know, it's, it's powerful when you stop and think about the purpose of why you're writing this book and why it's been why it's going to be so successful. Because everyone is looking for the answer, and the answer is you've got to ask. You've got to ask. And so you guys have done a marvelous job at that. I appreciate that. I appreciate the fact that you're entrusting me with even just sharing this with my audience because it's. um, I know it's going to revolutionize the way people think, Mm -hmm. and that think is going to lead to behavior. Mm -hmm. So why asking specifically? What does that mean, asking specifically, and why, why is that so critical? Well, asking is literally, Bob, it is like your, your dreams are on this side, you know, your, your dreams and your desires and your destiny's out there somewhere. Mm. And asking is a bridge. Mm. It is a bridge. And so often we don't know how to get from here, from all these things that are inside of us that are just bursting um, to come out, but they don't have a way. And so asking is like this simple tool that you just, and it allows you to keep going and keep going. Go to the next step and the next step. It's one simple step at a time. And that's what's so simple but so profound about it. <laughs> yeah. It provides that bridge yeah. to where you're supposed to be going. Mm. And most people mm. know the line out of Matthew 7, 7, ask and you shall receive. Amen. Knock and the door will be open. Yes. Right? And, and seek and you'll find. Yeah. And most people just don't have the tools to do it. So what we said is, we're going to go interview. And we interviewed mm. 28 people from paupers to presidents to people with no money to people with a lot of money and we're going to show all the perfect answers of ask and the ways to get into it and and take Mm -hmm. care of the principles and philosophy of personal achievement and success and the science of it and no one's ever done that before as far as we know wow yeah that's pretty powerful right there (laughs) i mean that right there is, is enough when you stop and think um this whole idea of asking we know that people struggle with it. And right. I think you touched on deservability a little bit yeah, and, and some of that. Worthiness, deservability. Worthiness, all of yep, that. All those things. What, does it come naturally? Is it something that they have to create and learn how to do? Or is it something that's just a natural ebb and flow for everyone? So, you know, the answer is yes and no. <laughs> yes, it comes naturally from, honestly, from the beginning of our lives, we're wired for curiosity until that natural mm. ability gets crushed by life's mm. experiences. And children, think about children. They are naturally wonderful askers, okay? They ask, and if you say no, they keep asking, keep modifying their requests, keep going with a smile on their mm-hmm. face till they get what they want. Yeah. So they're undaunted and unashamed in their asking. And so then you have to wonder, why is that? Well, mm-hmm. children haven't had enough life experience yet to have been shut down. They don't have this, the same feelings mm-hmm. of unworthiness that so many adults carry. And they have this beautiful, ideal uh, of themselves, this this ideal that they carry of themselves, their mm. vision of themselves and the world out there. And that's so beautiful. And that's what we yeah. need to bring back. Um, 
we need to rekindle that in people because we still have that insight. It's just kind of crushed and buried. Mm. So that's what the purpose of this yeah. book is to rekindle that, to ask. And it was so cute because right when this epiphany was coming to us in Hawaii, our grandson called us. Well, he called Grampy. <laughs> <laughs> Ever caught for Christmas from our son a gizmo watch. Mm. And because we're a little famous, he only had four people that he could call, one of which was Grampy and one of which was Grandma, which is goes by Mimi, and he said, Grandpa? And it's like, I knew who it was, it was calling because I know his number and said, Love this it. is Everett. I said, what's, what's happening with my grandson? He said, well, you know those chicken soup for the soul books you write? I said, yes, sir, I think I know those. He said, are you going to write any more, Grampy? I said, yes, sir. He said, can I write one with you? Now, there's a six-year-old. Can wow. I, I get goosebumps wow. sharing it with you. I That's mean, so cool. Because my whole life is about goosebumps <laughs> and, you know, the seven parts to chicken soup instantaneous behavioral change. And, you know, we're 3,000 miles away from him. And he's saying, hey, can I write this book with you? And we said, yeah. I looked at Crystal and she looked at me and we nodded and we're sitting out in the sunshine and basking in the, the turquoise waters of the Pacific and said, yep, that's it. And, and the first story we have in the book is about a six-year-old asking because they're innocent, they're wonderful, mm. and they haven't been crushed yet by the world. Yeah. And yeah. so then we said, well, we're just going to do this. I love it. I love the fact that, um, that what you're doing is rekindling something that's already there. Right. You know, that's and important. I love the fact that you've recognized that it's still there, mm -hmm. where I think a lot of the people that are suffering with asking, they don't know that that was there, ever there to begin with, nor do they realize that it's still there. Right. So I love the fact that you're it's bringing not, that We're not in. deficient. We just need to come back to mm. life and we need to see the pathway and understand that it's there for us and how to do it, how to reactivate yeah. that. And that's what we love to say, Mark's always, that we need to reactivate people's hope and that. dreams and get, get them going again. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you, you know, you, we talked about the Bible. The Bible says, you know, without a vision, people perish. Right. Solomon. I mean, that's what Absolutely. I see you guys doing is really creating a vision for people right. so that they can actually take steps forward to move, move forward their life and their business and health and relationships and everything else. Right, That's what we did so is cool. I transliterated, they have to say, that mm. with vision we flourish. And we had a vision oh, for that. And then our that. vision was that we wanted to ask the greatest askers alive. And, and we also quoted some of the people that weren't alive. But mm. one of them is our dear friend Bob Proctor, who mm. is, I think he is both the Solomon <laughs> and the Plato of our time and one of the wise, gentle spiritually enlightened human beings on the planet and you know i've been in two businesses with bob we've been great friends but i know him back when he was absolutely on the other side of scratch when he mm -hmm. had nothing he'd been in the military in canada for four years he was married and now had three kids and he was making four thousand dollars a year Whoa. a year mm -hmm. as a firefighter mm -hmm. and he owed six thousand dollars and all he was doing is getting complaints and all of a sudden he goes up to a guy who he thought was successful, healthy, happy, joyous, and, and rich, and said, what do I need to do? He asked. Mm -hmm. And the guy said, well, you know, here's what you got to do. So Bob started doing exactly what the guy said, studied, you know, the stuff the guy said to study. And suddenly he wrote down on a little card, I'm going to make 25000 my first year. And he blew through that. And everybody at the fire department before that was laughing at him. And then they're <laughs> starting to work for him. And then, you know, within two years, he's making a million a year and listening wow. to audio tapes and transforming his life. And then pretty soon as he was doing window washing and he passes out on the street because he's working to absolute mm. raw exhaustion. And the police are on him and the first responders and say, are you okay? And he says, yeah, I just need to go home and sleep. And while he's resting, he said, if I can't wash every window, I'm not going to wash any of them. 
And now mm -hmm. he's making a million dollars a year and he does all the windows in Toronto and Montreal and then he wow. opens up yep. in Atlanta, Georgia and then <laughs> London. Holy and he has built an empire and now he's building even a bigger empire, which we tell the full story in the book. Hmm. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, he's a legend. Yeah. And he'll tell you himself, his entire life opened up and changed when he learned how to ask. He said mm. his results were a mess until he learned how to ask. Mm. So it's, it's a beautiful story. One yeah. other asker I want to tell you about is our dear friend Jim Stoll, who you may or may not know. But no, no. at 19 years old, he is big, he is strong, he is fast. He is being recruited to be on every major football team. And, and he's... You know, his whole dream and vision, hope and prayer was, he goes out and they say, we're going to use you, but we got to do a medical first. They do a medical and say, you'll be blind permanently in six months. His life is crushed. Mm -hmm. He is feeling lower than a worm. And, and uh, now he's incarcerated. His parents loved him, but he's mm -hmm. stuck in a little nine by 12 room and he's got a telephone, he's got a television, and then a typewriter, which does him absolutely no good at mm. all. And, and he's pacing the room and not knowing what to do. And when he turns on television, he loved movies and that. But he couldn't see people taking action. So he goes to a blind meeting. And he said, that was useless. All they did is complain about being blind. I know how to do that complaint because I'm on the inside of this one. <laughs> and he sits next to a woman who's also blind. And he says, you know, somebody ought to do something about that so we could see the action on the TV. So if somebody sends a right hook, it says they send a right hook. If the car squeals out, it says, and the car fishtailed squealing down the road. Hmm. And she says, well, you're somebody and I'm somebody. Let's do something. <laughs> Yeah, she actually he, asked, the, the, the. he said it was the most pivotal question of his life. So when are we going to do something hmm, about this? And he's like, question. ah, instead of complaining, I'm going to answer that question. Yeah, and he started Narrative TV love for it. blind people, which you wouldn't know about, but right. he has 14 million American wow. subscribers and are just going internationally. And the way wow. I met him, and I've never met him except by telephone, is our friend Charlie Trendus Jones mm. calls up and said, you got to endorse this guy's book, a book I'd love everyone to read other than ours, and that is The Ultimate Gift. And I read it and I wrote on the back an endorsement and said, this should be a movie. And not only because I wrote that, mm. he went out and made $100 million on a movie called The Ultimate Gift. Ah. And he has James Garner in it and everything. And so his line, and again, you've got to get these guys to, and ladies to whole stories, but what he said is, I now write books that I can't read, mm -hmm. and I make movies that I can't watch. Doesn't that just wow, touch your heart and give you goosebumps? That's just yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he said I'm worth over ten million dollars now, and uh, because of that question that I asked yeah. him, was able to answer. And and actually, it was Kathy asked him, and she they became amazing partners together. It was huh. her prodding him with this question instead of complaining. Wow. Why don't we do it? You yeah, know, so yeah. it, it's wow. oh, he's such an incredible human being. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great, mm -hmm. great stories and great people to, to mention in there. For oh, sure. there are some other amazing people. Yeah. I mean, we talk about Rita Davenport, she's a mm. broadcast journalist, author, super successful network marketing awesome maven. Woman. And she shares her story how she literally lost out on a what became a three billion dollar empire that was hers to have. I mean, totally hers, totally her idea but she felt too scared, too unworthy to ask. Mm. She asked one question one time of someone and they turned her down, just that one time. And it was very mm. casual and she never pursued it. And mm. because of that, and I mean very literally, the story is fascinating, read the story. It's, it, it really changes your perspective on, you know, understanding you have nothing to lose, mm. to, you know, by asking. Right. You have everything to lose 
from not asking. So the sooner you understand how to ask the right questions, the sooner yeah. your life changes dramatically. Wow. Yeah, it, it's fantastic. So, and so well, true. So one, true. It is. One other story. Just recently we got called up and this guy said, your greatest fan, I was just with in Dubai, and she wants to meet you and talk to you. Can we have a phone call? And I go, I love this guy, Brad Rotter, who we also have in a book. And I said, yeah, can you tell me about who I'm going to talk to? <laughs> right. said, We're going to connect in a minute, but she does 22 million chickens a week. Her husband started Purdue Chicken, Frank wow. Purdue, who you see on TV with the yeah, greatest dads ever. Sure. She married him, but her daddy started the famous Sheraton Inns. And when they met, they'd both been married and divorced and thought they'd never find anyone. And it's mm. such a love-touching story. What he says to her after just being together 10 minutes says, you know, I think I can trust you. Mm. And just these stories wow, are so wonderful. So and, that's and huge. Yeah. We just, we are now new best friends mm. with the yeah, lady that makes so. organic, non-antibiotic chicken that's available at a place like Costco and Whole Foods and... It just in Trader Joe's and on and on and on. But just she wants to change the world. Mm. And back to what your first thing okay. today was, she is, when you learn how to ask questions, you get passionately on purpose to make an impact that is bigger than you mm. in the current world. Love that. Love that. Yeah. You know, when you when you talk about questions, I, I love questions. One of, you know, one of the courses I teach is Connectology. And, the, and one of the pillars is yeah. the, the, the effectiveness of your connection will be determined by the quality of questions you ask. Wow. And are we asking right. the right questions? You know, when we meet right somebody, questions? what do we first say? What do you do? That's the bad question. It's just shallow. Right. But if we learn to ask better questions, we can always get to a deeper level if we ask the right question. Right. Um, for, you know, and, and I've been very blessed to have met with you guys many <laughs> times now and, and have connected with you guys. And I've always just appreciated that, that the questions uh, are the things that you guys really focus on. And so when you look at these questions, that this ask mm -hmm. has to be a good ask, the right ask um, for the right level of relationship currency. If I were to come in and ask for a million dollars, you guys would have said no. Right. But if I come in and say, hey, can we just have a little bit of time together? Exactly. And spend, the answer is yes, because the level of relationship currency is there for that. Maybe not for something else, but for that. You're right. And so how do you determine what to ask, the right timing to ask, and with with the right person. So, you know, what you're saying is so spot on, Bob. Um, and we really have discovered there is, is a true art and science yeah. to becoming a great asker. Um, and those who have mastered the art and science of asking are some of the happiest, most <laughs> successful, most fulfilled people on the planet. Agree. Because they've mastered that. Um, and and we realized in our examining, oh, sorry, just really quickly, in our own lives, the greatest paradigm shifts we've experienced have come through asking the right questions, often of ourselves. And, um, you know, one of the, so we say there are three channels through which you should ask, and that is, and this is important, that you can ask yourself, ask others, and ask God. Mm -hmm. And each of those channels is critically important to master, okay, because mm -hmm. it delivers a different kind of opportunity. Um, it's funny, Mark, there's a great story. Um, you know, I was, I was talking about how questions have been so important mm -hmm. to us in our, in our personal lives and sure. our careers and, and our, and our personal, you know, personal relationship lives. Um, and we were thinking through all of the times that 
changed, that pivoted because of a question. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite stories was um, a story that was sent to us by one of Mark's good friends. His name's Charlie Green. And he was in a church where Mark was giving a speech. Um, Mark was a well-known speaker before he ever did Chicken Soup for the Soul. And um, one of the things that I learned early on about Mark is he is one of the greatest askers I've Mm. ever met. And he's taught me a lot more about asking. But Charlie sent this letter, this testimonial about Mark, and it just made me laugh because he said, Mark Victor Hansen, you know, he was a great speaker. He stood up in this church. We all really liked him. And he held up this manuscript and he said, we can't get a publisher on this book, it's, but I promise you it's going to be a great book. It's called Chicken Soup for the Soul, and no wow. one will take it, and it hasn't been published wow. yet. But I want all of you to stand up and declare with me that this book is going to be a success mm. and is going to change people's lives. And then I'm going to pass out an order form and ask all of you to put your credit card down <laughs> so, so, we can, so I can send you the book the minute it gets oh. out. And he said... By golly, if they didn't all say the prayer, stand up with Mark, and then put fill out those those uh, wow. forms with their credit cards, and it's just, you know, Mark's always had that ability to mm. be a really bold asker, yeah. and that's important. It's it's, uh, it's critical. It's we critical. we had so pre-sold twenty thousand books, you know, before it even came out. Because when Jack and I were writing it, we knew the stories got standing ovations every sure. time. It wasn't a question, and so the we. No publisher would take us. As you know, 144 turned us down. We take little backpacks. We go to ABA, American Book Association. 60,000 people are there. I'm in heaven because I'm a book <laughs> addict. And, and everybody that's anywhere, they're all the most famous authors, and they're all talking to us, and we're passing out our manuscript, getting turned down more. And one little publisher said, if you pre-sell 20,000, uh, we'll do it. Well, so we had to pre-sell it. So every audience that we talked to, I, I talked Jack into doing exactly what I did. Mm. And then Charlie sent us this letter, and I thought, oh, my gosh, I forgot that I asked them to pre-buy it. <laughs> it, is a, it, it is a great That's story. Great. So what happens is that That's Albert Einstein it. said, if you only had an hour to solve a problem and my life depended upon the solution, here's what I'd do. I'd spend the first 55 minutes determining the proper question to ask. Ooh. And once I know the proper question, I would solve the problem in less than five minutes. Love that. Because a question determines the answer. Yes. Inside every question unfolds with the answer. Wow, I love that. Wow. I've never heard that quote from him before. Oh, you have? No, and that's... Okay, I'm, I've says, got it on recording, so now I can go back and right. look like it up. That's He's awesome. He's got such great quotes. You know, he was yeah. my teacher's teacher. When I was with Dr. Buckminster yeah. Fuller in grad school... Mm. Albert had taught Bucky at, at ah. Princeton, long story, and I won't go into it now, but it, 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 he was cherishable because he was deeply, mm. profoundly spiritual. He said, the universe is finite but boundless, and all of us are here to start to understand universe. And E equals MC mm. square means all the energy of physical universe, because he was asking the questions of the universe, and M is it congealed as matter, and C, second power, is all radiance, whether it's sunlight or, or candlelight or <laughs> light from a light bulb. Right. But so that's, he made it simple. Yeah, yeah. It's the nature of questions. I, I mean, questions, all questions will ultimately be answered. Sure. There's always an answer yeah. in the universe. So when yeah. you start with the question, your problem is going to be solved. Right. We're going we're to invite all your people to come to some of our seminars. Yes. They get to ask us anything they want because a lot of people think, well, you know what's in the book, but you don't have any other depth of knowledge. Right. 
No, a great author is a great reader, a great mm. thinker, a great discusser. He's, he or she has been, like we have on a gazillion radio shows and TV shows around the world, and we just we love doing it, and we love sharing, because mm. I think people are eclectically wise, and what happens is when somebody gets in the energy orbit of a great and inspiring teacher, it's called the high-level language, and it's called entrainment. They go, hey, wait a second, there's genius in me. Like yeah. Einstein said, you wouldn't say a fish is stupid because it can't climb a tree because it's in the water. That's the point. It, it right. you know, a little kid can climb a tree, or a, a lot of animals can, mm -hmm. a lion and stuff like that, up at least 12, 20 feet. And the point is, the same thing here, is that everyone's got genius if they learn how to ask the right questions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So can you give us a clue on who to ask? I mean, because there's, there's a lot of things that we want to ask somebody, but we're asking the wrong person. Like if I'm asking somebody to do something for me that they're completely incapable of, Right. It's it's a mute ask. Right. And, so how and, do you determine well, who to ask? Get, we get that a lot more specific about that in the book. Um, we get into that process a little bit more. Good. Yeah. Um, and I, I kind of want to save that a little okay. bit for the book. Okay. Well, there is one part, <laughs> but, though, about Jane and her husband that would be a good story here because she kept asking the doctors, how am I going to keep my husband alive with his... Well, He needs an and organ transplant, and everybody said no. Yeah, mm. so... So I do want to say that some of the most critical questions we can ask are the questions that we ask ourselves, yeah. right? And so um, what Mark's talking about is a woman named Janet who was literally, um, you know, watching her husband die. Mm. Um, he had both, lost both of his kidneys, and for whatever reason, one reason or, or another, um, there, none of his family w was a match. Um, friends couldn't do it, and she said, I walked in. Uh, she had already been tested to see if she was a donor match for him, and they said, no, you know, I'm sorry. And so she was out of options, literally out mm. of options, and she looked in on her husband that day and she goes I literally could see and smell death and I she hmm. said I got in my car to run some because she was a mother she had things she had to go do and she just started driving to to run her errands and suddenly she's like she was started asking God like what can I do to change this what can I do to save my husband yeah. I need some answers and so on her errands hmm. So those questions you ask yourself, ask God, you know, um, that is always probably the best way to start, okay? Because it directs you to the next place. Mm -hmm. So as she's the, driving down the road, she passes the hospital where, uh, that was in charge of her husband's care. And she just said, you know, something told her, turn into the hospital right now. And she drove up and said, I'm going to go ask them to test me one more time. She marches in. She says to the woman, um, you know, I think her name was Lydia. Lydia, will you please test me again? I'm desperate. I want to see if I could be a, a match for my husband. And, you know, the woman kind of looked at her like, oh, okay, you know, we can, we can do that. It's okay. She could see she was under so much stress. Mm -hmm. She said, let's just do it. So she waited there, it took a couple of hours, and um, they had already seen that her blood type was, say, maybe A, and his is B, and it was not compatible. They had already run those tests, and no one was compatible. And her children were going to lose their father. It was just inevitable, but she, she just couldn't stop. She couldn't accept it, so she didn't, she kept asking. And this woman came out from the back, and she said, I, I don't know what just happened. She said, I can't even believe it. She said, your 
blood type is an A, but it has this really unusual factor that's something like, and I don't know the medical term specifically, mm. but something like A squared. It's like extremely rare, but because it's that, they can just add one thing to it and make you a perfect match. Wow. For Walt. And oh my gosh. so it was, she was just blown away. Yeah. And she donated her kidney to her husband and her kidney, both her little kidneys live on, one in him and one inside wow. of her today. And, wow. and that's the magic of the asking journey. So it's hard to say specifically, um, you know, there are so many directions the, the asking journey can go. But the important thing, Bob, is that you remember to keep asking. And some of the most important questions you'll mm. ever ask are the ones that you're going to ask yourself mm. and ask God. And then the answers to those are going to give you the next step. Mm. And it is a miraculous process. I'm telling you, more miracles happen mm. through this journey of asking yeah. than, than any other single method that I know of, truly. Mm. Thank you for sharing that part. Um, yeah. the, the part of the keep asking is just mind-boggling to most because they think when you heard no, you're supposed to say no. You're supposed to just <laughs> try again, try right. something else. It's like, but that, that, that perseverance of being able to say, I'm going to ask again. And for that woman, the answer was clearly a no. No, right? There was not. No. A, there like, was no questioning right. about it. Like, don't be crazy. Don't be silly. Don't be foolish. The answer was no, right? What like, I teach in my sales yes. seminars is no is spelled backwards. I'm dyslexic. It's on. <laughs> yeah. you know? And that's why I, I checked it. and I taught oh, when we great. got turned on 144 times. We yeah. kept saying, look, there's one clean four-letter word, N-E-X-T, next. Mm. And we're going to find the next person until we do. So true. Right. So true. Wow. Yeah, no, it is like... Asking is the most important tool. Like, you know, in this journey of life, just imagine it like it's the tools in your backpack. So when you get lost mm. or you get thirsty for something, you just sit down and you pull pull it out of your backpack. Mm. That's the tool you're going to need. Love it. When you're hungry for something, thirsty, lost. It's just that is really uh, probably the most important thing you can do. Um, and one of the things that um, is really fun about the book um, – that I wanted to mention is um, that we wrote a fable. We wanted to start out with a fable because mm. um, at the work I do as a life coach, hypnotherapist, hypnotherapist um, is all about mind mastery. And I sure. know that a lot of times we are blocked by our own ability to imagine something, mm. okay? Because we have had so, so much disappointment, um, suffered so many setbacks in life, that as you start learning something new, you're learning it at the logical level, but you can't really experience it because you have your own subconscious blocks. And so I said, this came to me one day, I said, why don't we write a fable? Mm -hmm. So the fable of Michaela is sort of this magical journey about a, a young woman living in the time of kings and queens. Mm -hmm. And she starts out as an indentured servant, you know, working in a rock quarry and it's miserable and all the hope and light has gone mm -hmm. out of her life mm -hmm. until one night she lays her weary head down on you know, her bed of leaves because she's lost her home and she slips into a sleep, and then this being comes to her, mm. and he gives her this amazing message that wakes her up and starts her to see that there is something more, mm. 
and it depends on asking. Hmm. Depends on her ability to ask. So it's just I'm not going to give the whole thing yeah. away. It's a really fun fable, oh, fun. but you see her entire life change hmm. and transform as she moves toward her destiny. And um, wow. yeah, so it's I'm really excited to share that one. Um, even our publisher was blown away. He, he was so excited when he read it, and our agent he said I had to read it three times. It was so <laughs> much fun. <laughs> That's a great. That's a great testimony right there, right? right? But it, it's how it's, many how many things do they read and right. want to read only once? Right, right. Eighty but books we, a year, yeah. right, <laughs> right. But we say, it's you know, powerful. we 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 wrote the fable of Michaela to prepare your heart and mind for this mm. asking journey because we want you to open up. We want people mm. to open up to the possibility in a non-threatening way, right. in a way that right. inspires, in a way that encourages, right. a way that uplifts. And so they understand they co-elevate their life just by asking. Yeah. You know, one of the when I was on the side of 50 million Diet Coke cases for six months, we had chicken soup for the romantic soul, and next to our friend Nora Roberts who had written Hidden Riches, you know, I said, well, what do you think? And she said, look, if you don't go after what you want, you'll never get it. Hmm. If you don't ask, the answer is always no. If you don't step forward, you'll always be in the same place. Mm. Mm. And so what we know is the important step for so many people is that we're looking for an essential tool in asking. And when you understand and create that little bridge to your destiny and your destiny moment and your destiny moments and the experience. I mean, I had a destiny to write Chicken Soup for the Soul. And Crystal Absolutely. and I had a destiny, as far as I'm concerned, to write Ask. And we mm. want every one of you to go to Amazon and get a copy of Ask Now. And if you have somebody that you love, care about, get one for them, even though you're pre-ordering it right now, you're gonna be one of the first to get it. We think it's gonna be a monumental success. We think it's unique, we think it's inevitable, we think it's transformational at levels that no one's ever else has done in a book. We think it's that critical and so is our publisher, thank God. <laughs> and uh, let me just say though, if you'll buy it and send us a receipt to markvictorhanson.com, we're gonna send you a free copy of The Strangest Secret. Now, The Strangest Secret is the most listened to audio tape ever in history. It was listened to by 100 million people by Earl Nightingale, who lived here in Scottsdale, Arizona, mm -hmm. where we now currently reside. And he was on 8,000 radio stations a day in the good old days. And then yeah. Nightingale Conant, the world's biggest audio company, came to me and they said, look, we tested 300 uh, voices and everybody says they want you to do it, Mark. And I said, wow, I traveled with Earl all over Australia, then uh, what they call Eurasia, Australia and China and that. And so he said, we want you to write it up and bring it up 50 years and we'll give that to you free. Strangest secret. Some of you have listened to it already because now it's been listened to by 200 million people. But we want to make sure you have it in your family and have it as a free album and a free download. Just go to markvictorhansen.com. We'll send it to you free if you send us a receipt. So yeah, Bob, wow. we're just so excited this year to. Um, what a gift! Yeah, yeah. We, we just can't <laughs> sort wait. Sort of dumb funny, isn't Yeah, it? yeah, we can't wait to get out and connect with more people. Um, you know, we've had some really intense years. We got really involved in our energy business, which just exploded, and so many things were happening. Mm. And as and we were starting to feel like, you know, we we weren't sharing enough with the people we love because we have so many people around mm. the world who yeah. not. I mean, I feel like we receive their love, but we love them. I right. mean, we, we're we so blessed to have so many people. Mm. Um, and people need help right now, and we want to make a difference. Mm. I mean, people shouldn't be suffering, you know, when there's a pathway forward. And so 
We're hoping that this year can be a year of fun together. We want to be a part of everyone's asking journey. We want to be available. Um, we're going to do a lot of fun interactions about the book and around the book and really just giving people a lot of free content and stuff they need to get going. Awesome. Um, so yeah, we're super yeah. excited about that. Yeah, that's very exciting. And I, I love the fact that you guys are going to actually be going to cities and talking to different people, right? Oh yeah. And yeah. sharing this message yes. with people along the way. Yeah. Um, so they're actually going to get to participate in some of this journey with you. Yeah. Like I, in person. And that's what matters to yeah. us. Like yeah. this journey, I mean, it's only good if as many people as possible can be a part of it because mm -hmm. it's about them. It's not about us. I mean, we, we know that it works and we're so pr um, blessed to have these experiences, some really tough experiences in life that, that caused us to sort of discover these tools and, and take the journeys that we've taken. But um, there are just so too many people out there that mm. with so much wonderful potential and we want to see them experience the joy and uh, their dreams come alive and their hope come alive mm -hmm. and all of those things. So we think that 2020 is is not just going to be a fabulous year. We think this whole decade is mm. going to be phenomenal. And we need to do that intentionally together. Yeah. We need to get rid of all the old messy stuff, yeah. messy thinking. Um, that's my whole, you know, crystalvisionlife.com. I have all of my programs. But really move poor people forward with this mm. simple tool of asking. So true, so, so true. Yeah. What, what is your website again? Crystalvisionlife.com. Awesome. Crystalvisionlife.com, yeah. And to to order the book, they need to go to Amazon, Amazon. <laughs> and they need to do it now, right? Yes. right so they can, can get it. Everybody can spell A-S-K, you know? <laughs> A-S-K. Yeah, the bridge from your dreams to, the, to your destiny, and if you just put the book, ask, it'll come up. Um, right. But yeah, right. they're taking pre-orders, and you know, sometimes they, they get sold out. So yeah. yeah, I would say get the book as quickly as you can. Right. Um, let's get ready for this year together and make it the best ever. Yeah. And here's one of the things I would say is why wait, right? Why wait till... You can order later. You can order now, and then you can start receiving the benefit as soon as it's available. Right, exactly. Versus trying to receive the benefit after the fact. Well, and it's so, exciting. It's a it's great opportunity. It's exciting when you're waiting for something like that. Yeah. I love, I love pre-ordering books And we'll keep you apprised of all the great things we're yeah. doing, and we can ask you to invest and participate in. Absolutely. Because we're in a transformational time. Love it. Love it. Well, uh, both Mark and Crystal, thank you for taking the time thank to sit you, down with us. And, you know, I, I consider it a privilege to, to call you friends. And, yeah. and I just have really appreciated thank every time you. we've been together, <laughs> including the time tipping over kayak in the back bay of Newport Beach. That was one of the more fun times. That was a I fun time. That. I love Whoa. kayaking in the bay. Oh, man. Aww. That was that was fun. So I never forget hilarious. that. And it, it, was a, it was a great time when we, we tipped that pictures, kayak over. It was fun. So yeah. I appreciate you guys. Thanks again. And um, I can't wait to get my copy of the book. So I'm ordering that today. Good. Thank and, you. And uh, thank all your and, listeners. And absolutely. Guys, go to the website. Take care of that. Get that done now. Go to Amazon. Get it done. Send the receipt so then you get a copy of uh, the, the uh, audio series. Stranger Secret. Stranger Secret. Well, they, you guys, yeah. yes, And go they ahead. can get the audio uh, just by putting in their email. And that way we can just uh, stay in touch with them. Awesome. But we also want to send everybody another special thing if, oh. if they send their receipts. So gotcha. it's another little surprise. Oh, a different. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. So just the, they get the strangest secret Stranger just by putting, yeah. Wow. But um, Very yeah. cool. So um, guys, do that today. Don't delay. And um, shoot me a message if you want to hear more. Uh, these guys are great people and you do not want to miss the opportunity to connect with them along their journey as they're going. Make sure that you seek them out, find out where they're going to be, go plug in. Um, but before that, buy the book. Thank Enjoy you your next much. level. Thanks.
Thanks, Bob. This has been wonderful. You've been listening to Your Next Level Now with Bob Donnell. To find out more, call us at 949-542-6398. That's 949-542-6398. Or you can find more information on our website at everythingnextlevel.com. That's everythingnextlevel.com.